0: Book Dreams, a member of the Podglomerate Network and LitHub Radio.
1: Hello, and welcome to Book Dreams, the podcast for everyone who loves books and misses English class. I'm Julie Sternberg. And I'm Eve Yohallam. We're both children's book
0: authors, and we've been friends forever. We started this podcast for one reason. Back in 2019, we were looking to do something that would bring us joy. We were having breakfast together one morning, and we thought, well, books bring us joy. What if we did a podcast where we talked about
1: everything and anything we've ever wondered about books? So that's what we did. Since then, we've talked to bestselling authors like Matt Haig, Paula McLean, Edith Eager, and Brian Washington, plus up-and-coming writers like novelist Tom Lynn and spoken word poet Jasmine Manns. We've also done episodes recommending some of our favorite books like The Summer Book by Tova Janssen and Edwidge Danticat's Everything Inside. I like to think of us as the John Oliver of books.
0: You know, we take geeky, sometimes arcane topics like books made out of human skin and hoarding and the genius of your favorite picture books. And then we talk about every aspect of them for 30 minutes in a humorous, lighthearted
1: way. Sometimes I worry a little that we might sound more like The sweaty balls women from Saturday Night Live. You know, we're kind of earnest. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is possible. It's very fair. (laughs) Okay, but no matter who we remind you of, we want you to know that our guests are fascinating. Take Sally Roche Wagner, for example. Sally's a historian who has spent 50 years reclaiming a place in history for suffragist Matilda Jocelyn Gage and writing the definitive book about it. Matilda Gage was the equal partner of Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. There's a reason no one has heard of her, and it's like something out of Mean Girls. Here's Sally talking about the moment she entered the house that belonged to Matilda's granddaughter, whose name was also Matilda, when Sally made the discovery that launched her career. She
0: took me into her dining room, she had a big table, and it was literally piled with letters that had not been opened in probably a hundred years, letters from Matilda. And I thought, oh, this would be fun to kind of leaf through it and see what's here. Picked up a letter, and I don't remember the exact words, but it was something to the effect of, Mrs. Stanton is the Benedict Arnold of our movement. (gasps) But she is nothing compared to Susan B, (gasps) who has destroyed our movement
1: definitely one of my favorite
0: moments. There are so many moments we love. Here's another highlight. This is comedian Adrienne Chalapa from our episode about Native American comedy. We asked Adrienne about the impact of Charlie Hill, who was the first Native American comedian to appear on network television. Here's what she
2: said. Charlie Hill showed me that Native people do have a home on late night. Native writers do have a home working in the industry and didn't have to cater to a white audience. I love that Charlie Hill felt like Charlie Hill. You could make a lot of money as a Native person by being what non-Natives want you to be. I have a friend, (laughs) a comedian who I love, who once told me, If I go to Europe and put on my traditional clothing, I could be the highest paid prostitute in that country (laughs) or in that region. (laughs) But it's so true. You know, like there is a lot of probability in us playing the Hollywood version of what we are, but it kills our souls. These are soul killer roles. Comedians, I think, naturally are trying to heal souls at least their own. Yeah. Rest in power, Charlie Hill, because he definitely gave kids like me something to feel seen and heard by. That was
1: such a powerful moment, and we've had so many. Like the time we talked to scholar Kanohi Nishikawa about Black literature and book design, and he told us the origin story of Toni Morrison's Beloved. Ah, uh, That was amazing. I or the t- Or the time
0: we asked Simon Winchester a total softball throwaway question, and he gave us an eight-minute true story about the time he got stranded in Greenland and had to shoot a polar bear to survive.
1: I remember that moment so well, I couldn't even breathe. I was like, I oh, what is happening? happening what is going to happen to him yes and and i remember him saying i can hear your
0: gasps of incredulity
1: <laughs> I know. it always helps when people have fabulous accents too, right? right anyway we could go on and on book dreams has brought us so much joy we hope it will bring you joy too to oh, listen to dreams with
0: Julie and-